Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowl and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowl and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at bowlandbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowl and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowl and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at bowlandbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Did you know that most traditional creams or serums are made up of 70% water with 15% going to emulsifiers and preservatives? That what makes up the goo of the cream, which leaves only 15% for the active ingredients that truly benefit your skin. But what if there was a better way? Enter Fiber Skin Care, a groundbreaking technology set to redefine skincare. Fiber Skin Care harnesses nanofibers, tiny natural fibers 500 times smaller than a human hair. Their scientists have been working on this technology for the past 15 years and just a year ago achieved a remarkable breakthrough, encapsulating active ingredients directly on these natural nanofibers. The result? A formulation free of water, emulsifiers, or preservatives, meaning the active ingredients are not just pure, but are five times the concentration of most creams or serums. Their first formulation is anti-wrinkle, and it's not just effective, it's fast. Upon application, your skin feels tighter in a mere 10 seconds. That's right, you can feel the difference almost instantly. But that's just the start. Over the next seven days, these concentrated actives unfold their full potential, clinically proven to improve wrinkles by 19.4%. 19.4%. I said it again. It's worth checking out the Instagram Fiber Skin, F-I-B-E-R Skin Care, to learn more about the technology and how it works. You might have seen some viral videos of the mask's disappearing effect. It's easier to apply than by wetting your face, applying the patch, and removing it. The nanofiber, which contains the active ingredients, disappears into your skin quickly. Experience the transformation for yourself with their two-day trial pack, a precursor to the seven-day program that promises not just results, but a revolution in your skincare routine. And with their tighter skin guarantee, your satisfaction is not just expected, it's assured. If you try the seven-day program and your skin doesn't feel tighter, you'll receive a full refund, no questions asked. They have clinically tested the program to be most effective if you use it one week on, three weeks off. But we understand that everyone's skincare routine is different. That's why if you sign up for their monthly program, they will send you the monthly pack to remind you. 
You can pause or cancel at any time, giving you control over your skincare journey. If you want to try this revolution in skincare, go to FiberSkincare.com and use code BACK for 15% off. Again, that's FiberSkincare.com, code BACK for 15% off. Baby, let's just dance, dance. Let's just dance, baby. I just want to dance, 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 dance. Can you feel it? Can you take it? Can you come and breathe it? All of this electricity. Do it right now. Right, right, right now. Turn the volume up. Laugh. Give me your Hey, little bit chats. Welcome back to the bar. It's bitch number one, Christy. Bitch number two, Kelly. You don't sound very enthused today, bitch number two. Why? Uh, I don't know. You sound grouchy. Are you grouchy? That's because it's my time to recap. um, Yeah, but this isn't a bad episode for us. No, not at all. But it was a boring episode. Oh, my God. It's painful. It's boring. It's painful. I'm getting through it. Well, and you know what's really funny about that is that Abby is so gleeful this entire episode that we're gone. And I'm like, you dumbass, you obviously need us because this episode sucks. Yes. So I guess it just reinforced the, uh, the. It just irritated me the whole episode because she was like just praising all those girls. And no. I wanted, you never taught them a dance step in your life. No. I just don't understand it. Like, I mean, she, she, raves about Maddie all the time. But then in this episode, she's like, oh, well, like Sophia's so much better than you and what, whatever. Like, are you kidding me? Like, yeah, she's not your student. I know. I know. I mean, I'm sure we will bitch about that ad nauseum in this yeah. episode. But before we do that, we are going to thank our patrons. These are people who went over to patreon.com slash back to the bar and subscribe to our exclusive Patreon channel where you get uh, you get all kinds of stuff over there. You get uh, access to our after show. You get access to our video content. You get access to never before aired dances, or I shouldn't say never before aired, never before and seen video, I guess, and maybe photos. Um, and now if you go over and subscribe like today, you're going to get access to everything we've done for the last year. So if you need more Christy and Kelly in your life, this is a perfect opportunity to do oh, it. Oh God, it's like an overload. <laughs> yes. Overload. Overload. Absolutely. All right. So let's thank Hannah, Jack, uh, Kristen, Casey, Katie, Madeline, Caroline, Amanda, TJ, Tracia, Brittany, Caleb, Aaron, Olivia, Nate, Reagan, Alexis, Jaden, Lily, Maddie, Megan, Cassidy, Jessica, Ian, Callie, Jackson, Teabags, uh, Mad Nelly, Lindsay, Olivia, Aaron, PJC, Caroline, Ann, Nathan, Lindy, Dev, Lexi, big guy from Kentucky. I think you thanked him last week. Rebecca. I, I think I did teabag too. Oh no, maybe I'm rereading. Okay. Well, we thank those people. Well, thank you again. Now we'll go on to the next page. I, I could have made a mistake. It's possible. Um, oh my God. This person, <laughs> their name, I am not kidding you, is Abby's toenails. And their avatar is a picture of her feet. I can't. Ew. Uh Alexana, Jessica, JFD, Karis, Jackie, Andres. Lainey, Rachel, Wayne, Brittany, Emma, Daddy, Yeehaw, Madison, Issa, Lexi, Vince, E. Cammer, Sarah, Jessica, Casey, Autumn, Brooklyn, Emma, Emily, Maddie, Emma, 
Natasha, Clover, Aubrey, Brianna, Lauren, Sarah, Haley, Abigail, Jillian, Sarah, Kat, Kira, uh, Maddie, Ashlyn, Kelly, Nikita, Chris, DJ, Caitlin, Adeline, Elizabeth, Spency, Emily. Then we have Jenny, Kinsey, Hello, Anthony, JF Productions, Kate, Grace, Abby, Dara, Olivia, Lexi, Haley, Alyssa, Rebecca, Caitlin, Lovely, Mary, Kelly, and Brandon, Simply, Naya, Katie, Gabrielle, Sophie, Mackenzie, McKenna, Erica, Julia, Sky, Connor, Brooke, uh, Jave, Jacqueline, Karen, Molly, Gabrielle, Hannah, Rosemary, Jennifer, Taylor, Essie, Heidi, Brianna, Katya, Madison, Ashley, Kelly, Michelle, Leah, Jenny, Lacey, and Riley. Thank you guys. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. So many always. Um, yeah. So what you drinking, bitch? Nothing exciting. High noon. Oh, wait, I, I'm not really drinking anything exciting either, but I'm trying something. It's called, oh, I hope it's not gross. If it is, I have a backup just in case. It's called Steel Reserve. It's the Alloy Series. It's spiked pineapple. And I picked it because it has 8% alcohol. I like pineapple. I do too. I like pineapple drinks a lot, but I don't know what it, what, what's spiked there? Like, what is it? Is it, is it just like a spiked but, drink? Is it? Does it say a, on there? It's like vodka or tequila? No, no it doesn't say anything. So we're going to find out. Did you read the fine print? I did not remember the last time I read mine and it was gin. Ugh. Oh, I remember that gin and grapefruit thing, but it was good. Yeah. I hate gin. Like I would have never even opened it if I knew it had gin. I'm not a gin drinker. It's just either. in the fine print. It didn't say it big. It just said it like real little on the bottom of the can. Gin. Oh God, this is neon. My pea's going to be a weird color. Yeah. What color is it? Yellow? Well, I'm going to show you. Yeah, um, there, there's the carousel bar in New Orleans. They have a gin drink called the Florida Lee. And I don't drink gin either, but I like this drink. But oh my God, does it fuck me up? Really? Yes. I oh, here. Isn't that cute? Oh yeah. It's very you can't see my my glass, but it says sinners and saints in my logo <laughs> for my house. There you go. Oh, oh, I have a brand new sofa and I just spilled this bright yellow drink. Oh, Hold on, let me grab a towel. Oh my God, you're a pain in the ass. I know. Well, I don't want my white sofa to be yellow. Well, it probably looks like you pissed yourself. Yes. I don't want anybody to think I peed on my couch. <laughs> That's terrible. That's absolutely terrible. Oh, Kelly, I'm so upset. God darn it. I have to get my spray. I'll get it. In a oh second. my God. You're driving me crazy. Let's uh, get going here. The couch is going to be ruined. Oh, oh my God. Couch. Um, well, I have to say before we get going, I don't think we talked about this on our main episode last week, but we were guests on Hollywood crime scene uh, on their podcast. Like I'm, I think it, I think it just came out. I think it's coming out, um, which is actually, my favorite podcast. Uh, I listen to it all the time. I think they're really funny, but we were guests on that podcast. And the way it happened was because one day I was listening to them and they were talking about Ed Gein. And Ed Gein, if you don't know, is 
an awful, he wasn't even a serial killer. He was a grave robber. And uh, he did kill someone though, I believe, but he used to take human body parts and like make weird shit out of it, like skin lamps. And he had a nipple belt and like all kinds of weird shit. And he had like, like labia in a, in a box. Sorry, kids. But I mean, it was like insane. So I was listening to their podcast about him and they go out of nowhere. Somehow they started talking about dance moms and they were like, didn't they do an Ed Gein dance? And I almost fell off of my fucking chair. I was like, oh my God, they watched Dance Moms. And I was cracking up because I'm like, no, we didn't do an Ed Gein dance, but that sounds like something we would have done, doesn't it? Yeah. Like, 100%. Anything crazy. Yeah, 100%. So we went over and did an episode with them where we um we basically just talked about some of the most outrageous dances on Dance Moms. And the funniest thing, and I think it's always the funniest thing when anybody says stuff, but whenever people ask us about it, it's so crazy to hear it said back to you. And like, how did we not think any of that was insane at the time? I know, at the time. (laughs) (laughs) Like, I I don't believe half of the shit that we said, did... I am always astounded. It's crazy. By dance moms. There was a couple of scenes in this week's episode that I'm like, this can't be real. Like it can't be real. There's two. I'll bring them up when we get there. Yeah. I I have you in mind too. I was going to ask you about them, but yeah. All the time. Um, And it's funny because they described it as high camp dance moms. And I'm like, it is high camp. It's ridiculous. Yeah. Absolutely ridiculous. So aren't we lucky that we're we were part of it? Yeah. So if you guys want to go check out that episode, they're really funny. I like their podcast a lot. Um, tell them Christine Kelly sent you. Yeah. They actually just did an never, episode never talking to them. Like I I don't I don't listen to podcasts. Yeah. So I never heard their podcast, but they are funny. They're very funny. And they actually just did you should listen. They just did an episode on Abby's legal troubles. Oh, you're kidding me. No, I might want to listen to that. It was pretty funny. I'm thinking that would be funny. It was pretty funny because <laughs> they were like, and some of the stories they were telling, they were just like, that can't be true. And I'm like, yeah, it is. Hundred fucking percent, okay. it's true. But it's just like stuff from her book and her childhood and stuff that's on Reddit. And I'm like, yeah, that's all true. I'll have to listen to it. Yeah, it's pretty funny. I'll send you the link. So anyway, I just wanted to tell you guys that. And now I'm very upset that my brand new sofa that was just delivered last night has piss marks on it from my... It was just delivered last night? Yes. Oh my God. That's why I went and got my spray. Oh my goodness. Put a freaking blanket on it because we know you're like a two-year-old. Yes. Well, one thing I will say about today's episode is uh, I feel as though we should drink every time somebody has on fucking fur. Yeah, like we we're not good this week. But oh my god, this is a really offensive fashion episode. <laughs> yeah, I agree. like when I when I got to the point where I was saying, okay, like what was the worst outfit? I I, I just I don't even know. Yes. They were all bad. And the funniest part about it is we weren't even on camera that much. I know. <laughs> But when we were, we fucking showed up. We looked bad. <laughs> yeah, I, I never wear fur, really. I even had fur on. Oh, you showed up in some fur. Yeah. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, it's wild. All right. Got a few furs on. Oh, well, nobody beats Queen Jill. Yeah. Jill, uh, what makes her pick that up off of a hanger and buy it? I, I know. Like, how about that one blue fur thing? Oh, my God. The Muppet. Oh, like, cookie monster. Yeah. <laughs> the, the cookie monster. She hasn't worn that yet. On the show. No, I know. Because it's definitely going to be on my worst list. And she's like, it was so expensive. I'm like, but it's it was, it was like Fox or something that was dyed blue. Yeah, it was not. I just, I didn't get it. I don't mm-hmm. know. Whatever. And the funniest thing is, you and Jill actually had a lot of similar, like, pieces. Because you both shopped at Nordstrom all the time. But don't say that. Well, <laughs> It ends. <laughs> it ends. All right, Cal. Okay. Oh, yeah. uh, right, I'll let you start. Go ahead. Uh, so we are on season three, episode two. It's out with the old and in with the new. See ya. Or it's called Abby's favorite episode. Yes. Oh, she was like creaming her jeans during all this. Entire time. The entire she was so gleeful. She mm-hmm. was. I, I'm surprised she didn't start like clapping. Like I, we were all pretty gleeful too, not to be there. Oh yeah. You know we might not have showed it on the episode, but we were. Oh no, we looked fucking miserable on this episode. Yeah. Like yeah. we just dance. Where and I'm like, oh. we don't. <laughs> yeah. I wasn't missing it. And so we start off in the famous pothole parking lot and it's you jill holly and melissa and the girls mm-hmm. and you're asking about shelly asking if we if you guys scared her away yeah. and jill says that she thinks shelly's inside having a private which i think that would be her daughter would be having the private Correct. I, it is funny when we say us instead of the girls and i know yeah. I know what everyone means, but we, people attack us all the time. It's like, it's not your solo. It's Chloe's solo. And I'm like, we're aware. Yeah. It's just sometimes easier to say it that way or it just comes out that way. Yeah. We just, that was pretty funny. Oh, Jill's wearing fur drink. Well, how about you say that you think that um, Abby's or that Shelly is probably cleaning Abby's bathroom. Don't worry, Christy. You're going to clean the garage soon enough. So I know that probably gives them the idea. Probably, probably. So you need to keep your mouth shut. No kidding. So you're in an interview, and you say that think you think the moms are at a breaking point. We're a team, and that team includes Kelly. Abby wants to re- replace Kelly with Shelly, but that's not what the moms signed up for. Yeah, if I'm going to be on a fucking show where people are going to torture me, I need somebody who's going to take some of that torture off of me, which is to back up. Yep. Yep. And you you say that I left for a reason and it's up to the moms to convince me that I belong at the ALDC. And I just want to point out there that like right there, it's you. I was not thrown off of the ALDC. No. I was not, Abby did not tell me I was not allowed to come back. This was my choice. Like, so. Is is she trying to. Because make- later in the episode, I think it seems like Abby won't let me back on the team and, and stuff. Uh, I didn't even catch that. Well, yeah. in here, I'd like to point out that the standoff and everything. 
had nothing to do with you. I know. I know. And it just makes me look stupid. At, like I'm, I would let my friends do that. Well, but I was going to bring that up at standoff. But yeah, yeah, I mean, we can talk about it. Nothing that. to do with me. But it's so funny that that's how they played that because it, it had nothing to do with you. Yeah, I would never have let you guys do that. Well, and, and and honestly, that would have been a really dumb standoff. You know what yeah. I mean? Because it seemed as though we were standing off till Abby let you back, but you had left. That's what I mean. It's what, yeah. It made it seem like Abby wasn't allowing me back. Meanwhile, I was the one that had chose not to come back. Right. And that probably is why people thought that, because the standoff was made to seem that way. Yeah. Yeah. So, nope, not the truth. We'll tell you the truth. Come back in 10. So then Holly's in an interview, and she says, the team isn't the same without Kelly and her girls. Um there's just a void there. The moms are going to take a stand and stand up for what's right. And then you're saying, you know, I want Kelly back. And Holly's like, I know that's the plan. And Jill's like, so what is the plan? <laughs> yeah, Jill's that's like, really Leave her gone. <laughs> Well, okay. So here's the, like, here it is in a, in a nutshell. I'm not going to get into it because I honestly don't think I can say too much. But we were in a situation with, a really bad attorney in a really bad, like, I can't say too much, but like we were in a bad situation with an attorney and we were trying to negotiate better terms across the board, not just yeah. money, but like just a lot of stuff, yeah. working conditions and stuff. And like on sitting on the floor. <laughs> yeah. But like people for lunch. And we didn't have, th this was our way that we were like, you need us on the show. We're going to show up and not talk because they wouldn't settle before we had to start filming. And so we did one episode, which was last week. And then it was time to do the second episode. And we're like, we need to fucking handle this. And so it was kind of like, we're going to, we're going to show up and we're not going to speak. And that was, if you notice, we're not talking. Yeah. Um, and it, it's like, it's such a dumb storyline. But honestly, I, I actually kind of give them a little bit of credit for taking that and making it about something that was relevant to the story. Because what else were they going to do? They had nothing else to, I mean, they couldn't say it was about our attorneys and stuff. So yeah, right. they blame it on me. Right. Blame right. It on me, make me look like more of an ass. Like I would let all my friends and stuff well, not. I don't think it made you look like an ass. I disagree with that. I think it just, because like you weren't like, you guys stand up for me to come back. Like that was something we did, you know? So I don't think yeah. it made you look like an ass at all, but I will tell you, we had to report to set and you don't see the girls, but the girls are in the fucking car. <laughs> cause they sat in my blueberry, the girls. Cause I had that, um, like the TV screens and stuff in the minivan at the time. And the girls wanted to like hang out and they sat in those, the car all night you know, all night. And we were calling our attorney and talking and trying to move through things. And it was, it was hell. And like, we'll go on. I'll talk about why it was hell more when we get to Abby. Okay. So then we go to, we're, we're inside the building now and Abby's sitting at the front desk with um, one of the staff members. Her name's Rachel. And you guys come walking in and you're just like real quiet as you walk past the front desk and you walk immediately into the bathroom. Mm -hmm. And Abby's like, 
they're all going to the ladies' room together. She doesn't have a friend to go to the bathroom with. That's <laughs> all. Say, she never has anybody to go with. That's all that is. She's jealous. Yes. Then Abby's like, the moms are acting very suspicious. Yes, we're so and suspicious. The bathroom door is closed, but we hear you talking, you know, to all the, the moms the saying that you agree not to speak and not a, not a peep. And then we get a Melissa and she's like, the moms and I decided that we're not going to just sit here in silence, or we're just going to sit here in silence. We're not going to go to into pyramid and we're just going to have a standoff trying to get Kelly back. Melissa looks like she's crying in her interview. I know the whole episode. She, Melissa is she's like frazzled because she just is like, why are we doing this? Like, right. And I also know with Abby. Yep. Yep. And I also know that Sophia being featured on that show killed her. Oh yeah. Oh killed yeah. her. Uh-huh. Yeah. But so then they show you guys leave in the bathroom and you're sitting like in four chairs at the front at the front <laughs> front desk. I love that Abby's like, they're not speaking, they're not this, they're not that. I'm like, you never want us to talk. You should be reveling in this. Happy, yeah. Um, so Abby asks if you guys recovered from the weekend and you guys just ignore them. And she's telling you that she's trying to be polite. Oh yeah. Since our conversation and we, you guys just wouldn't speak to her. Right. And I don't think Abby's ever been polite. I was just going to say that for the first time ever, for the first time in forever. (laughs) So then she goes and she's looking for the girls so she can start pyramid. And okay. I have to say something. Two things I have to say that. That is such bad acting. (laughs) She's like, where are you? Oh, girls. Yeah. Oh, oh, girls. Where might you be? (laughs) Meanwhile, she'd have been like, where the fuck are they? You know, well, not really to them, but, you know, losing her mind. But she's like, oh, ladies, I'm looking everywhere. Because she knew they weren't around. But like, here she is. And the other thing I have to point out is it was Halloween time because on her desk, there was that sign that said witch and famous. Witches, yeah. I know your sister bought you that same sign. Yeah. I love it. I used to have it behind my sink and mm-hmm. it got wet. And now it, I had to throw it away. But I loved that sign. If anybody ever sees one, send it to me because I like that. It's cute. But Abby's in her interview. She's saying this is ridiculous. She doesn't know what's going on. But if you guys are trying to piss her off, your mission was accomplished. Oh, wow. That's my goal in life. And she's like, the moms and girls have disappeared. Poof, be gone. It, meanwhile, I, she was just bitching that we weren't talking to her. And now she's like, hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So then they show in Studio A, we, we see um, a thing of the pyramid, what was supposed to be the pyramid, I guess. And it was... Um, Mackenzie was sixth, Chloe was fifth, Kendall was fourth, and then the middle row was Nia was third, Allie was second, and Maddie was first. Yeah, I was a little confused about that pyramid. I couldn't, like, I don't know. I thought Chloe's dance was good, but whatever. I mean, I guess she didn't win. Right, right. I, I don't know, you know, so, but then again, when does the pyramid ever really make sense? Yeah. I agree. But so then we see um, Gianna standing with Abby at the front desk and Abby's leaving Melissa a voicemail. 
And she's telling her that she doesn't know what's going on. Um, If it has something to do with Kelly and her replacing her kids for real, that um, she's putting Maddie and Mackenzie in jeopardy. And she doesn't give a shit about anybody else. No, she does not care that Holly was doing it or you were doing it or Jill was doing it. Just Melissa. Right. Of course. But see, like right there, that's where I said it, it makes me look like an idiot. Like Melissa's doing that for me. Melissa <laughs> wasn't doing that for me. No, no, not. A, and 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 Kelly, you know this. I'm not saying anything rude. She wouldn't do that for you. No, no. Nope. Uh, but Abby says the moms are trying to make the point about Kelly and her daughters not being at the studio anymore. Fine. The show must go on. There's a competition this weekend in Fort Wayne, Indiana, and she's going to start working on Allie's solo. Hi. What? I said, okay, Abby. Yes. But um, Allie's solo is called Forever and a Day, and it's a lyrical dance. I'll say this when we actually see her dance. Okay. Um, So... Shelly's in her interview where um, she says basically that all the moms are gone. She was like, and they're gone and they're just gone. And then they're gone. And the the moms are gone. Like she said gone 98 times. It was actually really funny. Yeah. So she walks into the studio and, you know, where Allie's doing her solo and she tells Abby that she doesn't know what happened with the rest of the team. Yeah. Cause we're not hanging out with Shelly telling her about our contracts. Yeah. Uh, but Abby doesn't know what's going on. Um, and she just to point out, Abby knew exactly what was going on. Oh, absolutely. And honestly, she probably was pissed off that we were trying to fight for like more for ourselves. Yes, yes, absolutely. Um, but she says that she doesn't know what our beef is. And I don't know what they're doing. But Melissa is being a fool. Maddie needs her. She Uh, needs to dance. And the rest of them could probably be Girl Scouts. I would like to point out that kids that want to dance, not the ones that don't. Uh, I'd like to point out that in Abby's garage sale, it was Abby who had Girl Scout banners. So she really has something against Girl Scouts. And uh, yeah, interesting. I don't think Maddie needs Abby. No, and she's proved that through the years. Exactly. So I think if anything, Abby's still like Maddie, 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 Maddie. Yeah. He's like, yeah, I don't speak of her. I mean, in in Maddie's book, like her memoir that she wrote, you know, because and look, I'm not being shady about Maddie. I would say this about anybody. You know, most 11 year olds need a memoir. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Kind of funny. But in her book, she never said Abby's name once. How how could she not say Abby's name. Abby really did though put her on the map and position her to be yeah that would have never seen her if correct she wasn't on the show yeah right and and if Abby hadn't been featuring her and singing her praises and everything you know what I mean um but it's really wild that she had a book and managed not to ever mention Abby's name yeah I didn't read it. I don't know. I didn't read it either. The only reason I know is because um, 
on that podcast that they did about Abby Miller, like the Abby, the Abby podcast, Hollywood crime scene, actually Desi said that. I didn't know. Oh, and he just okay. listened to it yesterday. So I thought that was interesting. Huh. Yeah. All right. So Allie says, you know, she doesn't know anything. Like the kids never said anything. And Shelly's like, I don't think this is the kids. I mean, they're just kids. Yeah. They can't make the decision. Oh. Why? I started my dance company at age 14. That's how old Brooke is. If she wanted to be here, she could call her dad, have him bring her or call a neighbor and say, I need to get to dance. (laughs) We don't need to tell them the whole story. And here's the thing is that he always is like, I started my company when I was 14. Okay. Your mom allowed you to put together a little competition team in her business. Okay. Exactly. It wasn't like she started the business. She just... Her mom had the business. I danced for her mother. Yeah. And Abby just put together like six or seven girls or whatever. And we did a competition team. Right. Right. But she's always like, I started my, well, okay. I also had a club when I was seven. I started a club in my backyard. Does that mean that I had my business when I was seven? <laughs> I think it was a unicorn appreciation club. There you go. And we had stickers. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to start fun. telling everyone my first business was when I was seven because it was a club. Yeah. So, you know, Abby tells um, Allie to get her head on straight and they just work on their solo. And then we go to the front desk and Abby, Gianna, and two other people are there. And Abby asked if anyone knows where um, the moms are, the girls and their moms. And Abby says, it's getting late and nobody's heard from the moms. We just wasted an entire day when we could have been rehearsing for the competition. And then Abby's like, well, there are people out in the parking lot. (laughs) And then she's like, is that someone sitting on the ground like a dog? And Gianna's like, "Uh, yeah, Melissa. And then she never says another word because it's Uh Melissa. If it would have been me, she'd have lost her fucking mind. Uh But she used to love to call call people animals if they sat on the ground. Yeah, because we we did sit on the ground a lot, but... I don't know. Because everybody gave her a chair. Around, yeah. I mean, if there's nowhere else to sit. Right. I mean, it's fine. But I thought that was really funny. Like like a dog? Yeah. Well, she probably thought it was one of us. Right. Right. Yeah. So Abby comes out to the parking lot and she's trying to talk to you guys. And, um, we're, you know, you guys are just ignoring her. And Abby looks at Holly and says, Holly, something has to be going on. You would never be this rude to me personally. Okay. Here's this entire scene, everything Abby says, and I'm going to point it out. She's saying shit that she knows is going to make air. And she knows we're not going to respond. And it's like, she's like doing digs that she knows, like, Holly, you're rude. Like that one digs at Holly, yeah. like, you know, and, um, and she does it with Allie. Like you guys are really this jealous over one student yeah. to with her, but she gonna- knows that we're not responding. So she's pushing her like little jealousy narrative thing. Yeah. And, and she digs on me. Like if you guys are doing this for Kelly, like you know, which she knows they aren't right. Um, you know, but again, she says to Melissa that, 
you know, if you're doing this for Kelly, you're a fool. This is completely unprofessional. Um, you think your kids are going to go on and work professionally after this behavior. Um, it's ridiculous, Melissa. I tried to tell you and that your kids are working their butt, butts off doing solos every week and the other kids are broken, laying on the floor, whining. I don't understand any of that. Our kids okay. are working their asses off. Why? Exactly the same as everybody else. Which yeah, I say. Like, yeah. And also, I'm just going to say her telling Melissa that she was going to ruin her kids' opportunities to work, that shook Melissa to the core. Yeah. Like, yeah, Melissa was, was definitely frantic the whole episode. Oh, my God. And you know what? Maddie was really upset, too, in my car. Yeah. Like, she was so upset that entire time. Because yeah. at that point, I don't think at, uh, Maddie and Melissa had ever done anything to cross Abby. No. And we, our kids were told every week that they were going to be replaced or somebody yeah. was better than them. This is the first time that Maddie was ever threatened that she was going to be replaced. And it was by somebody who was better than her. Yeah, you're right. You're I mean, right. we eat every freaking week, so. Our kids yeah, are, we're just like, like oh, what movie's on? Yeah, <laughs> okay. Watching? But yeah, I mean, I, I seriously think that's probably. Yeah, you're probably right. The only time that that happened to her. Uh-huh. But so then you're like, in your interview, you're like, when Abby comes out, it's like the scene from Jurassic Park. We're all sitting in our cars and here comes Triandosaurus Rex. <laughs> Holly's not moving. And I'm thinking, thank God, Holly, because they sense movement. <laughs> You're such an asshole. I thought that was pretty funny. You're an ass. If you watch that scene, am I wrong? It is like Jurassic Park. Yeah. It yeah. is. You see her looking in the windows, like when the eyeball comes up to the car and it like stares in. That's exactly what it looked like. Yeah. I'm telling you. So... We all, you guys go back into the uh, building and um, Abby says to you guys that you're replaced. That's it. Finished. You're done. See what happens to people. Um, you, you do all this crap for their kid and you get them to win a national title championship and then they shit all over you. I just want to point out how many times Abby has sworn in this episode, you know, because we're like trash heaps for swearing. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But I, I also want to point out we we how many national titles do we have that time? Three? Is Brooke, Chloe, uh Mackenzie. Yeah, so there's three. But she, but she makes it out like she's like those kids got you those three titles for your studio. Wow. Yes. Also. Like correct. Uh -huh. Yeah, always. Yes. Always. And I think also too that the girls won um it, like the group one as well. Yeah, yeah. So she's like, oh, I had them win. No, those girls. <coughs> like, and it kills me this entire episode because she's like, the Abby Lee name. And we're like, oh, God, okay. The Abby Lee name. We got it. Yes. But so Abby says, um, she's talking to Gianna, said that <clears throat> they start when they're three years old. And they don't know their right foot from their left. Their kid becomes a star. They're winning titles. And the parents suddenly think they know something. Let's go. Let's get on the phone and let's replace all these kids. We have one great soloist, right? I want to point out that was probably the greatest moment of Abby's life that she got to oh. get on the phone. 
Absolutely. And call whoever the hell she wanted. And what's so funny about it is that she will say, like, I don't solicit students like Kathy. I don't solicit students like Kathy. Okay. Uh, Okay. Not only are you soliciting students, because she could say, oh, these are all people who came, um, like, for the the audition, you know? Sophia didn't. No. Sophia didn't come for the audition. Like, she called her up and was like, hey... I want you to come dance. You're amazing. Yeah. Uh huh. So that is hardcore soliciting a student because she could say, well, everybody else auditioned. Like they came. Nope, she didn't. So it's funny because she gives Kathy the hardest time about that the entire Dance Moms season. And she'll say, oh, producers made me do it. Well, producers made Kathy do it. Exactly. So why do you get to say that about her and it doesn't apply to you? I don't, I don't, I, and I don't think producers made her do that. She fought for that the entire. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. She, every other day she was like, why do I have to have these kids? Like, you know, what she just, she wanted to handpick her team. Yep. Which is oh. so insane because like you said, these are the kids that you train. If you're, if they're not good, that's on you. Exactly. Yep. So Abby decides that she's going to call the police on you guys. So she calls them and says that you're trespassing. Wait, and- I have to say one thing though. I forgot. When Abby is trying to talk to Holly in the parking lot, yeah. Holly is just standing there holding her drink and sucking her straw and won't make eye contact with Abby. <laughs> That's why killing Holly though. It's really funny. She's uh-huh. like, like, yeah, especially because like Abby said she was being rude. Yeah, yeah. Well, like, it, I'm on oh, national God. television and they're making me out to be rude. Yeah, yeah. But how about whenever Abby calls the cops on us? How about Gianna's face? Oh, and Rachel too. They're both laughing. They love it. Yeah, they're like, oh, this is like great. Yeah. yeah. Everybody always asks us about Gianna. Here's what. Yeah. Here's your answer. If everybody wants to know, watch that scene. Yeah. There you go. That's all you need yeah. to know. Us and our kids, yeah, yeah. Uh, so Abby's an interviewer, and she says she has tons of kids dying to be on this competition team. I want to go back to the files from the competition and call people that can get in their cars and be here right now, drive to Pittsburgh and be here for rehearsal tomorrow. Times they are a changing, and right there, you know, it's not that they want to be on the competition team; they want to be on the television show. So Abby makes, you know, a few phone calls to bring in her new kids for the next, she wants them there by the next day. And, you know, we hear her telling the one parent on the phone that um, she hears that you have a very talented child and that Abby's heard from everybody that she's 10 times better, better than Maddie. I like when she keeps saying, bring her to the ALDC. She says the ALDC 8 billion times in this episode. Yeah. ALDC, ALDC, ALDC. And the she other- doesn't need to know, that, like she wants them to be associated with the ALDC, even though they're not her students. Well, and I think she was also like, just- Let me dig that, that into everybody's brain, that they're dancing for the ALDC. Uh-huh. But I, I think too, you forgot to mention when she called the police and they're like, what's your name? And she said, Abby Miller. I'm certain the cop on the other end went, oh, again- <laughs> I told you my family 
the towing for the police station. So they have police radios and they're friends with all the police because they do all their towing. Yeah. And they would call them and be like, oh my God, like, like they would talk to them because they knew I was on the show and I was. Yeah. Like, they hated her. Well, they were like, she calls us for everything. Like stupid shit that doesn't even like need police to be called. But. Yeah. Uh, you don't you don't think that people in your parking lot who paid to be there and chose yeah. to go in that night? Oh, okay. You don't think that's a police issue? Um, <laughs> <sighs> uh, so the you know, the police arrive and you're you're actually looked a little panicky. You're like they're pulling up behind us. <laughs> were you panicking? Well, Did you think you were gonna get in trouble? No, I don't think it was that. I thought and I can't quite remember. But I wondered if it was because one of the favorite tricks that they used to pull on us was to block us in so we couldn't leave. Certain things were going down. And I think that I was more worried that I was going to get blocked in and like trapped into a... um... Doesn't that suck that they did? Mm -hmm. They used to always do that to us. Yeah. We were like, we were like stranded there. Oh, I know. But I think that's what I was panicking about more than like the because co- I, I, I wasn't doing anything wrong. Yeah. And if you notice, I'm up further in the parking lot. <laughs> and it was like up the hill a little bit. There was one point that I don't remember what girl opened the sliding door on the side of my blueberry, but a big roll of toilet paper fell out and started rolling down the like the center of the parking lot. And the kids are jumping out trying to grab the toilet paper and it kept rolling. And Abby's like, you're destroying my property. And I'm like, it's a fucking roll. Oh, okay. <laughs> it probably got stopped by a big old pothole. Yeah. <laughs> little toilet paper ain't hurting anything. Maybe like it'll get compacted. In one of those potholes. Pothole. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> she's losing her mind that I was uh, like destroying her property. Mm. So then we go to Studio A and we, they show a cop clip of um, Abby pulling the headshots of the pyramid off the window. Or, my God, the mirror. And she uh-huh. throws it on the floor. And she loved every and, minute of that. I know. So Abby goes, says, looks at the other Gianna and them, and she's like, what a score. We got a way better group than we started with. And then she's like, ah! Yeah, it was a village one. Any one of you taught, uh huh. So I guess there's way better dance teachers than you out there in the world. Mm-hmm. That that cackle, it was like Disney villain shit, super uh-huh. villain shit, actually. Now this is the part of the show that I was like, oh my god, cat or Jill going to yes. India. This is oh one my of god. my favorite scenes of Dance Moms, and it's such an underrated scene. But it's so fucking funny if you know these two. Yeah. Well, it, first of all, we have to drink because Jill's wearing fur. Oh, yeah. Yes. So Jill's like, hey, look at what the cat dragged in. And Kathy's and I'm like. I'm telling you, Kat, Jill would have sooner fucking died than go to Kansas at this point. And they probably out, like, she was she was there doing errands. Yeah, errands in Ohio. Like, hello, you're doing errands three hours away from your home. Yeah, well, how about Kathy goes, <laughs> goes drives to, from Pittsburgh to Ohio to do an errand. <laughs> like, oh, I'm just going to stop by my old studio. Yeah, and I love that Kathy said something about what you, <laughs> you're out here, you're out of your radius to be shopping for stretch pants here. 
thought I would stop in and have a grown-up conversation with you. And Kathy's like, Jill, when have you ever had a grown-up conversation? I thought that was funny. I just love how those two like bicker like that. They're funny. Hysterical. Hysterical. Yeah. And you can hear Jill because she's kind of like, Ugh. yeah. Like, uh-huh. you know why I'm here. Yeah. I have to. You know, that's not why I came to Ohio and you know it. Like, it's so funny. Go on. I didn't mean to interrupt, but this, this scene, it's hysterical. Kathy's like, so if you're looking for another dance studio in Ohio, um, that's kind of silly because you've done, done that and tried that. And furthermore, aren't you a studio hopper? And Jill's like, no. (laughs) (laughs) You take your tails elsewhere. Uh, she's like, all right, but that's not why I came to Ohio. And you know it. Uh, she's <laughs> that's like, like the fourth wall right there. She's like, fucking producers made me do this. <laughs> and here it comes. Here's this the is- best line ever. Would you like to say it since this oh, is your- yes. Kathy goes. <laughs> that's an awfully little Louis Vuitton you got there. Just like, it fits in my big one. <laughs> I mean, right there, like the cattiness is just I mean, like who writes this? Like you can't write it. Like no. they, that it was like seriously how they were, like caddy, like that. Oh like, my god! And like, my and, Louis bigger than yours. Meanwhile, smaller yeah. Louis cost more than bigger ones. Mostly, so a lot of the times, yeah. <laughs> a lot of the smaller bags cost as much as You're the big right. one. But I, I mean, by size. They may as well just like if they were men, laid their dicks out on the table and measured them. (laughs) So funny. Ah, Insanity. That is, and I talk about this scene all the time because I didn't remember what it was. But that, and probably people didn't even really, it didn't register, but that to me is one of the funniest scenes in Dan's Oh, yeah. Yeah. 100% fits in my big one. And it's so true though, because I have the same thing. And I think Jill and I actually bought the um our never full Louis Vuitton together. Oh, really? Yeah. Like I, I think um Kendall got one, Brooke and Paige got one, and I got one. But that's what I do. I have my little one. Yeah, and I put in. all my shit in that big one and I put the little one in with just like my credit right. cards and my lip gloss or whatever. And all the re- other one I leave in my car and I just take my little yeah. one in. So I get what Jill was saying because I do the same thing. It just coming out of your mouth just sounds kind of funny. Oh, you know? it's hysterical. Yeah. It's just and and Jill needs you to know that she has a big Louie. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. But uh okay, so then we're back at the ALDC and Shelly and her daughter, you know, come to the front desk and um they all greet her and Abby says, um, we don't have time to waste today because as soon as those other kids get here, we're going to start the group. So you need to get in there and work on your solo and make sure that you want to win this. Who doesn't want to win? Yeah. Oh, I I'd prefer to lose this week. Thank you. Yeah. So Abby says that in our interview that she decided to replace the entire team and the new kids are on their way to the studio for rehearsal. And Abby is gleeful. Yes. Now, then we have the new moms and daughters show up. There's um, Marsha with her daughter, Bella, Gloria, 
and her daughter, Kaylee. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Kaylee. And, you know, they walk in and they're meeting Abby. Now, Gloria, she owns the Studio Blue. Does she own it or does she just teach there? Oh, she teaches there. Yeah. yeah. I don't think she owns it, but I um, always liked Studio Blue, though. They were always very good. Oh, my God. They're great. They were amazing. Like when we would see them, when we saw them on the list of like the competition team, we were like, oh, gosh. Oh, yeah. They're very good. Costumes were always amazing. Well, Brian yeah. told me once that they have like, like it's an entire business. It, they have like 700 students. They have their own costume shop. That's like where they employ people that are just making costumes, like a oh, full-time wow. job. So, yeah. so they, they were amazing. Amazing. And, and I don't remember many studios and things like yeah. that, but I remember them. They were, they were great. They were great. And Kaylee yeah. actually went on. I think she's a professional dancer. Ooh. Kaylee. Oh, really? I think so. I saw pictures of her a couple years back as an adult. She is stunning as a dancer. Really? Stunning. Yes. Gorgeous. I I don't know. She just, I don't know if she dances professionally, but I know she was still dancing like as an adult because I did see photos and I was like, she's gorgeous. I don't think I ever met them. Well, they came, I don't know if, I don't know if it was like a situation where we would have met them, but she definitely, uh, like danced against us later. Okay. As, with so, solos and stuff. Allie. Hmm? Does Abby come back for the Katrina episode? She's not on the episode, but Abby puts her in the dance. So you, yeah. you saw her. I did her. meet her. Yeah, I met her. Because they um, cut around that because Abby was insisting and um, that they bring her back. And they were like, no, like we have enough story. We don't need another piece of story on this episode. I, I do remember meeting her, but I, I did not meet the other one. So okay. I didn't know if you guys did or not. Uh, <clears throat> so Abby says that these kids are the new ALDC competition team. Wow. They they better I know they better mm-hmm. work hard and love what they're doing and appreciate the opportunity. Their moms had better learn from everyone else's mistakes. Assuming that's, they need uh-huh. to learn from them. Are they our mistakes? <laughs> Just a thought. I'm thinking yes. Uh, so the moms explained to the girls, you know, this is a big opportunity, and they encourage them to earn their spot and tell their daughters that they're proud of them. And um, Marsha, who is Bella's mom, says um, she wants any opportunity she can for her daughter and will do whatever it takes to get those opportunities. I think anybody huh. feels that way, daughter, you know? Yeah. I never had a problem with people like wanting an opportunity to be on the show. I didn't. My problem was when they were like, oh no, that's not why I'm here. <laughs> we're like, oh, okay. Yeah. And I used to say, it's okay to want that. Like we're all here. And they would be like, no, my daughter, I don't even watch the show. My daughter just wants to train with Abby. I's like, oh, okay. Yeah. Your daughter's six. Where is she getting access to Abby? Yeah. I agree. Especially coming from like, yeah. 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 Um, so you know, Abby introduces all the moms to each other and they're upstairs. And Abby's like, Oh, Marsha, I think you're sitting in Kelly's seat. Ugh. And Abby's, oh, but and then she when she said that, then she had to correct herself and say, Oh, I, I'm not sure. I try not to look up here. Okay. okay, Abby. You know exactly where I sit. Yeah. And um, you love looking up there because you want to be us. <laughs> But um, 
The mom does not seem very excited that she's in my seats. Yeah. You hear that? Maybe, maybe she's team Melissa and didn't like you. Maybe. Oh, well, I don't care. I don't either. So Gloria, Kaylee's mom says, if leaving was the decision that the dance moms had to make, that's on them. I'm giving Kaylee and the other girls an opportunity that they normally wouldn't have. And that's fantastic. It's funny that even uh, in that moment, she's like the dance moms. Like, yes, we are the dance moms on the show Dance Moms. Yeah. Okay. Now, are we at your house here? Yeah, my old house. And I was like, it it was, it was weird. It was weird. Yeah. Um, we got to drink twice because I am wearing oh. fur. And you I don't like wearing fur. You are wearing aggressive fur. Yeah, so two drinks. All right. Um, so oh, you say that you my hair is awful in this scene, PS. I have to point that out. Okay. In case anybody thinks um, I think I look good, I don't. <laughs> so you say, you know, you think this is so much nicer than setting up a dance gel. Oh, yeah. And Holly's like, I think Abby was just looking for an excuse. And, you know, we all agree that, you know, she was looking for an excuse to replace us, which, I, I mean, how could we not know that? I mean, she told us every single week. Correct. Uh, but you point out that while Abby may be, May has been teaching for 32 years. No one knew who she was until our kids started dancing under her name, which again is the fourth wall. Nobody knew about her before dance moms. Yeah. For the show. Yeah. And and I do want to point out that Abby did have um, notoriety in the dance world. Absolutely. Yeah. But I mean, when she's like, I'm a household name on Broadway and things like that. But I mean, The main thing was because of the show. Like if if you're just in the regular dance world, you don't know who Abby's sent to Broadway or who's dancing professionally or whatever. No. I mean, when you're on a television show, that kind of points it out. Correct. And it was just so funny that, you know, and it, because there's a few times I'm like, Abby needs our kids. Like our kids made her, but I'm not saying our kids, I'm saying the show but I have to say our kids, you know? And so that's when people are like, be grateful for your dance teacher. Hiring for your small business. If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals. You can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role in a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction and free shipping. And that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, 
and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. This show is brought to you by BetterHelp. So I feel like a lot of times we don't always talk about the things that are bothering us. We keep them bottled up. We keep everything inside. We shove those things down deep. And unfortunately, I think it sometimes starts to affect us negatively. Have you ever found yourself maybe not being able to deal with the situation or maybe even having an outburst? Well, Therapy is a safe space to get those things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever is weighing you down. So I personally felt like I was carrying around 500 pounds of baggage on my back every single day after dance bombs. Is anybody shocked? I'm not. And I'm pretty sure Kelly could say the same because remember the whole dumpster situation? And I really benefited a lot by going to therapy. It took me a while to get there, but once I was finally in therapy, I was able to get those things off my chest. I was able to walk through them, figure them out, unpack them, and start to feel lighter and brighter and live a much, much more fulfilled life. So it's helpful to learn positive coping skills in therapy, but also how to set boundaries. And it empowers you to be the best version of yourself. So if you're thinking about starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online and it's designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist, and you can also switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash bar today and get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P.com slash bar. I'm like, she didn't put them on TV. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so you point out that when um, Abby goes away this weekend and she has her new team that people are expecting to see our kids. And they want to see our kids dance. Yeah. And you suggest that um, we should find a place for the girls to perform and put it on social media and have them do like a little show by themselves. That's my big fucking idea. That's not my idea. I know. I love when you say this performance will send a huge message to Abby. <laughs> Look at the talent that you just let walk out the door. Huge, huge <laughs> message. Uh-huh. That's funny. Mm-hmm. Um, so the four of us all agree that um we should not use any of Abby's choreography or her costumes. Yeah. And we suggest that the girls, you know, choreograph the dances themselves. And you know, Holly and I are like, oh, we like that idea. You know, we all have a lot to gain from that. And now we go back to the front desk and let's talk about Abby. Her headband, heart heart headband she's wearing, and the star necklace. What the fuck is that necklace? I first of all, the two don't go together. It's very distracting. This big heart here and then this big star here. Kelly, this is a woman who said, Why would Holly wear a dress two weeks I ago? Know. I know. <laughs> okay. 
You have on a felt star that a kindergartner cut out and you had Kelly Rhinestone upstairs as a fashion accessory. I am not taking credit for rhinestoning that. <laughs> I'm sorry, Melissa did it. Yes. Not me. But I'm I'm saying this woman gives us her opinion on no, to be fair. She probably could have said a couple things about my outfits, but come fucking on. Now, I have something funny to say. I have a comment from, um, I don't know if it was on Instagram or whatever, but I think it was on the other podcast, but they're like, they want us all to sell all of our old jewelry. (laughs) What? It was like, can you please sell some of your old jewelry? (laughs) Who said that? I don't know, something. I'm not thinking, oh my God, I look back at our jewelry and I'm thinking, oh my. Who I threw that shit out years ago. Yeah, who would want any of that? That's hilarious. Although I, I will say a lot of us did wear that Sabika stuff yeah. and that's pretty. I mean, it is. It, is pretty, but it was so overrated. Like yeah. everybody wore it. Yes. It was like, you'd come to the studio and three of us would have it on. Yes. Might've been different colors and stuff, yeah. but hated that I don't I don't like wearing things other people wear well and it's also because it was like a Pittsburgh brand and everybody had house parties for it so you'd go to one and you'd end up having to go to 10 more so you could right. have 10 yeah uh, so Abby receives a phone call from Yvette who is the owner of Thrive Dance Company and she was on Abby's other show mm-hmm. which I ain't saying the name of that but um <laughs> she tells Abby that they will both be at the competition in Indiana this weekend. And Abby's like, oh God. And she's like, says sarcastically, like, that'll be exciting. <laughs> but I thought it was funny because she's like, uh, how's your uh like she couldn't remember the, the daughter's, even know her name. daughter's name? Yeah. And Yvette's like Hadley, and that she's gonna be doing a solo. And you know, they're both bringing a group dance. Mm-hmm. And- Abby's as she's talking, she's like twirling her finger around like her, her ear, like oh, she's crazy. Everybody's crazy, but Abby, I guess. Right, that's accurate. No, yeah, but so Abby's like, oh, well, we'll we'll see you at the competition, and they hang up, and um, then we see that in an interview, she introduces herself and describes like that she had an amazing experience on Abby's other show but um they they also had a lot of ups and downs and then we go to um her daughter hadley's room Mm -hmm. her bedroom that's talking to her and she was talking about the competition team and that or the season and that yvette is worried about the things that abby said to hadley whenever she was on her other show yes he asked her whether or not she wants to continue dancing and Yvette says, you know, that it's a shame that Abby tried to break Hadley, that she thinks she was just trying to hurt Yvette through her daughter. Well, because she said she found out I was a dance teacher and then then she wanted to hurt her. I'm like, no, no, she just wants to hurt all the moms, dance teacher or not. But this is the scene that, first of all, Hadley does seem genuinely upset. Well, of course, but I have to say... This is that scene that killed me because the fucking use of roadkill 
She's like, you're not roadkill. And she's like, she called me roadkill. And they're like, and roadkill. I'm like, I cannot believe this I, is I'm real. Can you repeat it? Yeah. Yeah. I'm yeah. like, I cannot believe it. I was screaming, crying, laughing so hard about roadkill. Mm-hmm. So they do a flashback of, you know, Hadley doing her solo on Abby's thing. And the host says, you know, Abby, based on your facial expression, you don't look happy. And Abby's like, can I say roadkill? Which and, she probably sat there and thought of how can I be as rude as possible? Okay, but let, let me go back to some other. Somebody emailed me the other day telling me something that Abby said about me. About and you? It, about me, yeah. Okay. That Sandy Powers, who used to work at the studio, said, Abby said that she quit the studio because I said that somebody in Brooke's group was ugly. Well, first of all, I know I never said that, but whatever. But that she says that's why Sandy quit. Okay, Sandy. Well, Abby's your best fucking friend in the world. You're Abby's only friend in the world. She just called a girl roadkill on national television. And but you're standing by her. But even if I did said said something about being ugly, first of all, I didn't say it to the kid's face or on national television. And like, how does that even compare? So she's saying that that is the whole reason Sandy quit. Well, you know what? The, Sandy must have her blinders on when you're there because, I, I mean, do you agree with me? Yes. And I said this to you on the phone. I sat next to you every fucking day for 15 years or 12 years, whatever. You would have been talking to me. Yeah. And you never said somebody was ugly. Like that's just what it's like a weird thing to say. You might say like, oh, I don't like that shirt. It's ugly. Or, oh, you know, she's not very cute. But you didn't even you wouldn't even say that. I'm just saying I've never heard you be like, oh, that kid is ugly. Yeah. Like would I say it to their face or around anyone else? Yeah. Okay. She's saying it on national television. And I think roadkill is pretty damn bad and she, it, and this isn't the only time she does that i mean she tells my kids she's stupid on national television like but but she says her staff member quit because i said something was ugly and she I, doesn't I don't deal with it yeah yeah i don't get it but well, like, you know, you're still her best friend and she's but Kelly, she's setting the record straight about us yeah but whatever i just had to point that here's out. all i have to say we have a group chat Amongst all the moms, like the OGs, the five of us, I mean, I'm including Jill, even though she's not an OG, like she probably just fainted. But um, if you put the five of us in five different solitary interview rooms and asked us questions about things that went on, I guarantee you every answer is the same. Five stories would match. And I will go to my grave on that. I would too. Yep. Five stories would match. Totally different. Mm-hmm. Be totally different. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, okay, so yeah, they're going, they're talking about the you know, Yvette's giving Hadley a pep talk and saying that, you know, she isn't the roadkill. And and I love when she said this that Abby's going to get to her. Yeah. You get you give. And I totally agree with Karma. Oh yeah. I want to know where they came back from. On a break, because both had really nice tan. I don't know. I don't know them either. I don't know them either. I don't 
I don't I wasn't there that weekend. I never met them, but they both have really nice hands. <laughs> okay, so we're at the ALDC and there's still two days left for the till the competition. And Abby tells the girls that they need to be perfect in their routine. Um before their before their fir- fourth member arrives, and that's Sophia. Right. Do you think Sophia already knew the routine? How? I don't know. How? Because I mean, I if I it felt like they were choreographing it like in the studio and they called her the day before and she obviously flew. Maybe they were sending her clips to watch on the plane. They might have. No, because it seemed like she knew it when right when she got into the room. Well, yeah, maybe. I wonder though how much of her solo Abby was like. What's your turn combination here? What's this? Because that was not Abby choreography. I think that was definitely an old solo of hers. And it was definitely an old costumes of hers. Oh, 100%. Yeah. Which we'll get to because I have some questions about uh, Jackie's hair. Uh, Well, I I have some things about the costume myself. Okay. So Abby says that Sophia is amazing. She said that she's, once again, she said Sophia is better than Maddie and tells the new girls that they want her to be just as amazing as Sophia. Mm-hmm. He says, Sophia is a child prodigy who is all over the internet, has been on TV and is a major deal in the, at the dance competitions. Um, and she's on her way to the ALDC. Hello, ALDC, Sophia. ALDC, should we drink? ALDC, in case you didn't know where you were dancing. <laughs> and she says, hello, Sophia. Goodbye, Maddie. Yeah, I just, I am floored by all of this yeah and this is probably like you said why melissa's losing her fucking mind absolutely absolutely it, maddie mm-hmm. it doesn't feel good when people do that to you no i, I know and i think it's next week i think it's next week uh, that we come back and you're there and uh sophia's still there i don't know if she's there for another week or two but there's a lot of behind the scenes shit that went down that week. Wasn't shown, yeah. Oh, yeah. And uh that'll be a really interesting episode. Now, this comment that Abby makes here is one of the reasons there she says it twice of why I thought maybe Sophia knew the dance ahead of time. Mm. It goes back to what you and I say like if you know Abby the way she does things, mm-hmm. like she specifically says Sophia doesn't know the dance. Uh, She's going to waltz in here and be a star and take over. Like if you let her. Yeah. So you're right, Cal. Exactly. Like Abby says it again in another couple of scenes Mm -hmm. about how she didn't know any of the choreography or anything. But right there in my brain, Abby is covering it up that she did know it ahead of time. Yep. Yep, you're right. You're right. You're right. Um, I agree with you. Now that you say it like that, I'm like, oh, of course. Yeah. But that's why I thought that. But so then we're upstairs and Marsha's unhappy because um, you know, what like what Abby just said about the girls that you know he they doesn't have- need to make that kind of announcement to kids. I'm like, you have seen the show. It- Yes. And like, this is like one time she said it, our kids have been listening to this for three fucking years. Yeah. <laughs> I wonder why they're losing their minds, you yeah. know? 
Yeah. Yeah. Um, okay. So then we're at the front desk and Jackie and Sophia walk in and Abby calls her a star and the new Maddie and, you know, Sophia goes in and she, she joins them for rehearsal. And you can tell that her saying the new Maddie is like cringy to Jackie. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think she wants to be compared to Maddie at all. No. But Abby interview says Sophie is 10 years old and she dances like a seasoned professional. Sophie is her Maddie's replacement. Well, who replaced Chloe? Who replaced Brooke? Who replaced Paige? Who replaced Nia? Who replaced Kendall? Who am I forgetting? Did I forget anybody? I don't think. I think I got them all. Oh, no, Kenzie. But Kenzie wasn't really always in our group dances. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so Abby introduces Sophia to the other girls and Jackie meets all the moms and the moms let Jackie know that Abby told them that Sophia was going to be the star of the team. And Jackie asked, you know, where the original cast members are and the other moms say, like, they don't know anything about us. Like what Wait, we're doing. There. Did you see that the two moms were holding coffee cups? Oh, were they? Do you think it was really coffee or did they start drinking too? Oh, no, I think they were trying to get them to loosen up a little bit to get a little more exciting. Yeah, maybe. Because I was like, oh, they have cop cubs. Yeah. Uh, so this, here's another thing that Abby says mean about a child and Sandy just lets it go by. Okay. Uh, Sophia asked to revisit a section of the dance and Abby has Sophia repeat herself. And Sophia asks, yeah, and starts to like giggle. And it's like, does this question make sense? And Abby's like, yeah, you made perfect sense. It's just your voice is killing me. You know, Minnie Mouse already has a job. We don't need another one. Like, again, that's Abby saying something mean about a child directly to their face on national television. And Sandy says, I said something. Yeah. And she can't help her voice. Exactly. Well, Abby's like, you know, you need to dig down deep into your diaphragm and ask her if she takes dance or voice lessons and she's trying to get her to take voice lessons with the voice teacher. She's like, you can yeah. take them here. You can take them here. Yeah. yeah. But she says that, you know, having some voice lessons will maybe help her find her voice. Um, <laughs> yeah. All right. So here we are again, day one, one, one more day to a competition. And this is where Jackie oh. rolls in with that bump. Oh. <laughs> that bump it made Jill's look oh, like, yeah, like she was an amateur. Uh-huh. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So Jackie asks everybody if they brought solo costumes, and Gloria and Marsha are like, "No, we didn't bring costumes because their daughters don't have solos." And Jackie's like, "Well, I still brought one for Sophia." Now. Mm-hmm. Obviously, she knew Sophia was doing a solo. I I mean, really, why would she? Abby actually said at the front desk, we have one shoe in for a solo. Yes. Her and Gianna are walking in, so Uh, they knew she was doing a fucking solo because Abby said it at the beginning of the episode. Yeah, yeah. Um. So Abby in an interview says um, she wants to win um, she and protect the ALDC name. So she gave Sophia a solo and she's the ace in the hole. Got to protect that ALDC name. Oh, goodness. We do. God almighty. Uh-huh. Um, 
So Abby says that this week is important. Um, she's about to debut her new ALDC team and everyone will see that their faces have changed, but the ALDC name is stronger than ever. And guess what? Nobody gives a shit. Everybody wanted to see our kids. With all of your children that you solicited from another studio. Yeah. I shouldn't say nobody gave a shit because that makes it sound about those kids. That's not what I'm talking yeah. about. I'm talking about Abby. Like nobody cares as long as it's the ALDC. I'm like, no, no, people care about our kids, dummy. Yeah, just like to watch the show, you know. I mean, uh, it's not. I don't think our kids had to be amazing and perfect. People just like them. Yeah, it wasn't that they were the. I and I don't think any of us ever, mm-hmm. other than Abby about Maddie, said that our kids were amazing or the best. Yeah, we I, I've they, never. Yeah. I've never claimed to that ever. Never. No, people like them because they were relatable kids. Everybody had friend groups like that in the sport that they played growing up. Every kid was a personality type that you knew somebody like, you know? Yeah. Yeah. So now we're working on Sophia's solo and it is called New Reality and it's a jazz routine. And here's another thing that Abby says that makes me knew it ahead of time. So Abby reminds Sophia that her solo isn't finished and that she competes in one day. Mm-hmm. Abby never did that mm-hmm. thing unless mm-hmm. she was hiding it. Yeah, um, you're so right. And I now that you say that, I'm like, oh, well, duh, of course. Yeah, she says it a few times. And and when they're upstairs, this next thing, Jackie tells the moms that Sophia has a solo. And she knew... The name, they didn't have Pyramid. So they didn't know what the names of the dances were, whatever. Jackie knew what it was called, what it was about, and whatever. They knew, they had to know. Like, yes. I'm telling you, they absolutely. Absolutely correct. Uh, Yes. Uh, Yes. Yeah. So Marsha gets frustrated because of Abby's favoritism. And Gloria wished, Gloria was nice. She wished Sophia well on her solo. Yeah. But Again, Marsha, like you're upset about the favoritism. Hello, welcome to the ALDC. <laughs> yes, you watch the show. Like uh, anytime, any, anytime anybody ever said anything, crazy, <laughs> you saw the show. Yeah. Oh my gosh. So now they're working on the group routine. It's called Cry. It's a lyrical dance, and Abby says the group routine is beautiful, elegant, and feminine. It's about saying goodbye to old things and welcoming in new experiences. Wait, Just like why the- aren't they doing like a crackhead dance like us? Yeah. <laughs> They're not crackheads yet. <laughs> okay, right. Towards the end, she she compares them to us. Oh, <laughs> they okay. just got there for one episode to get to the point that we did after three years of okay. shit. All right, good. So now we're at my house and... Um, I say, you know, I invited the girls and their moms to my house and I'm excited to have everyone together. It's going to be fun. And we have a lot to talk about. And you come walking in with a huge box. I'm assuming that's our t-shirts. I think so. Maybe. Um, I I think what we did was we brought them to my house and we had all the kids sign them. Yeah. I think back then we were still signing shit. Yeah. When we took them to the thing, they all sat and signed the. Yeah. I think so too. Um, But. We're talking to the girls about, you know, our idea for them to choreograph the routine and they're all Did excited. you hear Paige? 
She's like, us? Yeah. <laughs> Paige's like, you're going to trust me? <laughs> yeah. Don't you know, Abby says I suck. <laughs> right. What's wrong with you? Uh, but you tell the girls <clears throat> that they need to prove to Abby that she needs them and it's not the other way around. And the girls are all excited. And, you know, I, I, I think a lot of it's because there's no pressure and like there's no judges, there's no pressure to win, nothing. Abby's not around. Yes. And Jill has a poncho on that has fur. Fur like stripes. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't like that. No. Well, do we ever like anything that's fur adjacent with Jill? No. I had to switch to truly. I didn't like that he drink very much. Tell me more about this episode, Cal. Why? No, I'm just being silly. Oh, okay. I'm like, what do you need to know? <laughs> Read your notes, bitch. <laughs> no, keep going. Keep going. Uh, so Holly tells us, you know, that she need, she found a place to have it. It's at a local mall. You know, they we just need to confirm. And you're like, oh, we can shop, <laughs> you asshole. Meanwhile, that mall, I don't think had three stores open at that point. I don't either. I don't either. Well, you can tell when we walk in and there's nobody there. Yeah. It was amazing how many people came, though. Oh, my God. Yes. And again, it was because the show was, like, hugely popular by that point. Yeah. It wasn't like they were just coming to see us. They, like, it was because of the show. Oh, my God. Yes. It's from a dance studio making up their own dance. <laughs> um. So we're sitting there and Melissa's like, Shelly texted me and said that Sophia arrived and that she is replacing everybody's kids. No, what Melissa was, it was Shelly said Sophia is replacing Maddie because you could tell Melissa was bent. Dying at that point. Yes. But I want to know why is. She has her number. Why is Shelly texting Melissa? (laughs) Why? Why? Melissa has every person that she's ever spoken to on planet earth. She has their number. I promise. I don't know. Did did she have your name or your number and Holly's? I I don't know. Melissa somehow always gets like in with them. I did not have her number, but Melissa literally probably had, she had every dance competition, like competition. Because Melissa was getting behind the scenes thing that was going on that none of us knew were happening. Right. No, but I'm just saying it's very very smart. Yeah, but yeah, I, I have wrote. Why does she have her phone number? Uh huh. So we go downstairs in my, into my basement, and the kids are running the routine. And you and your interview say, "Why? Why worry about Abby's replacement team? She replaced the whole team, but you can't replace the originals because they're just not replaceable." And you say, "We need to focus on the dance and making it perfection because we have a big Abby free debut coming up, and it's going to be amazing." Do you remember Abby had those t-shirts that said everyone's replaceable and you and I used to cross it out? <laughs> Dad. Dad. But we weren't replaceable. No. They tried. Um, okay, so here we go. We're into Studio A again and all the new moms and their kids are in there. How about all the moms are allowed Have to wear the shoes? I know. <laughs> what the heck? I know. That was a personal um, attack on you. I just need you to know. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. She probably told them, please wear your shoes, shoes on. <laughs> yeah. Please and and make sure on. you show it. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. 
Um, so Abby tells the moms, you know, about all of her history with Yvette and Hadley. Um, and again, she talks about the roadkill comment and she tells them that they're, they will be at the competition. And Abby is in her interview and says, so I called your daughter roadkill. Get over it, lady. Yeah, because Abby them. really gets over a lot of shit too. Yeah, I, I don't know. Calling your child roadkill on national television to her face kind of is a little hard to get over. Yeah, yeah. I've been there. Um, I would agree Abby tells the girl that the competition is huge. Huge! As people would be expecting the old team, but if they win with the new girls, they could become household names, which again is you'll become a household name from the show. Yes. Um, but Abby has huge expectations for the new competition team this weekend. And if the new girls, and if these new girls don't meet them, she'll like do it. She'll get new phone calls. She'll make more phone calls to get new people in. Oh boy. Huh? Oh boy. We'll replace it with somebody else. Okay. Hold on one sec. Need an inside and out. So here we are at our little performance we're doing, and it is at Century 3 Mall in Pittsburgh. And you see us walking in, and the mall is completely empty. And we got our T-shirts and suitcases and all of our shit. And you and Holly are talking about, you know, that there's nobody there, and you hope this wasn't for nothing, and that Abby would get satisfaction. Mm-hmm. Ugh, God. But then Holly says, our post-Abby might be over, but before it even starts. Hmm. So, like, she thinks we're going to fail, I think, already, Holly. I don't know why. I don't know why either. This is such a high-class dance. <laughs> In a high-class place. Yeah. It's like, it's oh, wow. Um, so then we go to the competition and Fort Wayne and Abby, Gianna and the girls arrive on the bus and they get out and they're greeted by a crowd of dance moms fans. Which, yeah. But I think everybody was like, where's the dance moms? Uh, yeah. <laughs> and Abby's like, this is huge for me. I'm debuting my a whole new team and they need to win big. <clears throat> Sorry. Um, so they go into the lobby and Yvette's there and um, Hadley and Abby, you know, says she don't recognize any of the names of the dancers and Yvette comes over and she says um, that the auditions that were held at Abby's studio, she wonders why, if that's why there's the new, new kids. Yeah. Yvette didn't recognize any of the names and she, She's putting together that maybe Abby replaced all of us with the new kids. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I love when she says, uh, well, go on. She says it at the end. Uh, well, Abby goes over to them and Abby says to Hadley, no hug, no kiss. I'm thinking to myself. Fuck you. Yeah. It's like, oh, let me just. Yeah. yeah let me just my, 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 not my abuser, my, my tormentor. Yeah. Like, I just spit on you. No hug and kiss from me. So they hug and Abby says, you know, it's good to see her again. And she's like, have you been working on your feet? And Hadley's like, yes. And Abby's like, oh, good, good. 
and Abby and Yvette say hi and Abby tries to leave but Yvette says you know who is this new team and Abby's like yeah you know every once in a while you need to put the trash out and Yvette is cackling yes but once again Abby calling people names Uh I mean how many times does she call us trash people get on us about saying she's fat or whatever but God, yeah, we're called she calls trash me trash way more than I call her fat. For sure. <laughs> For sure. Yeah. So then they were back at the mall again and we're in the green room and we're all wearing our little matching t-shirts that we're going to sell. That, those were so cute. Actually, not too long ago, I think it was around Christmas time, Alyssa texted me and she was like, I just found a bunch of these t-shirts. Do you want some? And she gave oh. me some. Yeah, so I have a couple. Yeah, I have them. And actually, they were the ones that like all the girls signed when they were little. So I have all their like little signatures when they're babies. Some. Oh, look, I think I only have maybe two. But if I have two, I'll give you one. I'll have to ask her. Yeah, I'll sell it to you for how much party. I have a bunch of the 20 ones. Oh, I don't think I have any of those. I I think I have well, maybe it's not the 20 ones. When I went to Ireland and England and Scotland. I did Ireland, then I did Scotland. And when I went to England, I ran out. So I ordered more there. Yeah. And I way over ordered. And I, um, I might have six boxes up in my attic. So if anybody needs a t shirt, yeah. I'll send you one. <laughs> um, okay. So what am I doing? Um, where are we at? We're wearing our matching t-shirts. And I, I say to everybody, okay, like girls, we need to run the number. Um, we become dance teachers here. Yes. We're giving corrections. And I, in my interview, I'm like, I think this performance will be a huge statement to Abby. Um, it was a mistake for her to let all this talent walk out the door. And then we go back to the Back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. No, it's like crazy. But Allie's giving, or Abby's giving Allie a pep talk. And she says, last week you were part of a team, a championship, overall high score winning team, and they abandoned you. So you're on your own, kiddo. Make it count. They abandoned you. I don't think any of us were like, let's fuck over Allie. Yeah. It had nothing to do with Allie. Oh, wow. Abby's like, the solo is very important for Allie. Um, She was great in the group routine last week, but now let's see how she does on her own. And then it cuts to Abby running Sophia's solo and the other kids like sitting on the bench along the walls in the dressing room. Um, Gloria says that Kaylee is a good soloist and Gloria thinks that Kaylee is worried about impressing Abby. So she tells Kaylee that she's going to go out and ask for Kaylee to have a solo. She's going to, you know, just say that Abby said that she's allowed to do a solo. I can't believe she did that. Yeah. And I can't believe, well, Kaylee was like, oh, 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 oh. Well, because she heard Abby say, like, then she ain't allowed to dance if if she does do it. And she knew her mom was doing it at that moment. Yeah. But, um. So Abby, then Abby's giving Sophia a pep talk and Abby's like, um, this isn't just about Hadley. Um, you're going to beat Hallie. This goes back to Maddie and Chloe. If they were here right now, they would be the ones going up against Hallie. 
Hadley. Which is true. Yeah, but okay. I mean, I don't know. Like, we knew Sophia was going to beat anybody. Yeah. So Jackie in her interview says that she's not sure if it's a lot of pressure for Sophia to fill Maddie's shoes. Oh, I loved this interview. Yeah. Because you know they wanted her to be like, well, I don't know. And she's like, oh, no, she's fine. Yeah. Yeah. She's like, Sophia, as a dancer in her own right, she has her own style and her own strengths. It's like comparing apples to oranges. And everybody goes towards stage. Allie does her solo. It's forever and a day. Lyrical. Hadley does her solo. It's called More and it's jazz dance. Mm -hmm. Then we have Sophia in interview. And do you notice her voice is a little deeper than it was when she, the last time she spoke? Yeah. I don't know. Whatever disease Abby has, the two voices. Yeah. But I'm assuming it's because Abby said like, you need, you need to deepen your voice. Or maybe she was nervous when she's talking to Abby or, you know, like who knows? Anything. Yeah. But um, she says that she gets nervous before she goes on stage and has to shake out her nerves. She says she's a little bit of a head case sometimes. Oh my. Yes. (laughs) So Sophia does her solo. It's called new reality. It's jazz. And Abby says, Sophia came out on stage like a tornado she ripped through the audience like there was no tomorrow. Well, you Sophia- forgot that Allie did her solo and Hadley did her solo too. I did say that. Oh, you did? I'm sorry. I'm sorry, sorry, sorry. I must have missed it. Um, I thought Allie's solo was like a combination of a Brooke and Chloe solo. Yeah. I, I saw more of a Chloe, but just a couple tricks in it. Yeah. Yeah, I thought like, it was very much if, like Chloe. Dance. I'm wondering if it was Chloe solo, and because we you did the standoff that they gave it to her, but because she could do tricks, Abby yeah. added tricks. Probably. You know, she loves a trick and a dance. That's exactly what I thought when I watched it. Okay, exactly. I, I don't think that Sophia's dance had anything to do with Abby. I don't either. I that don't is either. not Abby choreography. Yeah, at all in any way, shape, or form. Yeah. So after they dance, Abby comes into the dressing room. She's cheering. She asks Sophia for a hug. And Abby says, um, you just had everybody in the palm of your hand. I wish Paige and Chloe's moms would have been sitting in the audience. Why? I I was just saying that. Why? why? Yeah. Like, whatever, Abby. What about, what about Melissa? Because that's the one that you replaced her daughter with. You know? Yeah. yeah. So then we go, we're seeing Gloria at the registration table and she's, you know, saying like, I want to put in a solo for Kaylee. It's under Abby Lee Miller's name and Abby's just busy. So I'm taking care of it for her. Uh, we would be dead if we did that. I know. <laughs> dead. I know. Dead. I know. I know. Dead, dead, dead. Uh-huh. So we're in the dressing room and Abby tells the girls to get ready and run the group routine. And Bella's crying. Yeah, and she's really upset. Marsha confronts Abby and says, you know, why is Ab- Bella the only one not doing a solo? And mm-hmm. Abby's like, what do you mean? And she's like, well, 
Marsha let her know that there was a solo entered for Kaylee. And Abby's like adamant that Kaylee is not doing a solo. And if she does, she's off the team. And then Kaylee pees herself. Yes. And she runs to her mom and is like, you know, I can't do it or I'm not allowed to go on stage. And Abby's like, you know, I'm I'm not taking this crap from any mom. And so then, you know, Kaylee tells her mom she's not allowed to do it. And she wanted to know how that Bella's mom knew that she was doing a solo. And she said that you know, Bella saw her rehearsing mm-hmm. in the back. Which was funny because, like, they were all flipping out, like, oh, you told, you shouldn't have told, how dare you do this to me, whatever. Like, it's obvious when somebody's rehearsing a solo, you know, it's not like. It isn't even like you have to tell. You just right. see them, well, why are you rehearsing a solo? That, like, that's not the group dance you're rehearsing. So why are you rehearsing it? Yeah. Just like when when the uh, the secret Kalani Maddie duet was happening. And Maddie was putting her hair up in a French twist and the group dance was not a French twist. He knew that she was doing something. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. And which is why we confronted Melissa about it. Yeah. And nobody tattled on them. We just knew. No. Correct. I mean, obvious. Yeah. So now we're in the dressing room and the girls are running the group routine. And Abby asked Marsha if she's shocked, you know, and where is her BFF? And Marsha says, you know, she's disappointed. And Gloria's like, you know, or Gloria comes in and she says, you know, I would Abby says, What where were you? And she's like, I was checking to see if I could get a solo in in case you needed one for later. But <laughs> I was ratted out. Now, why would you want to solo? Just in case you need it for later, Abby. Yeah, I'm just, just in case. In. Just in case. Yeah. Uh-huh. That's pretty funny. But, you know, Gloria and Marsha, you know, they're going back and forth fighting. Um, Marsha's saying that she'll never forget that Gloria did this to her and that she lost respect for her as a dance teacher. I wonder and, if they were really trying to, um, like, go for it, you know, like, oh, I'm going to create. Like, some yeah. Yeah. But it didn't really happen. No. No. I thought it was pretty lame. Yeah, I will but, never forgive you. Yeah. And then Abby, this is where Abby says that these new moms are acting just like the old moms. And then she's like, what is it about me? I attract all the crazy ones. Uh, maybe because you bring it on, the drama. Right. Yeah. Um, so the new girls, they're running their dance routine. And Abby says, you know, there's 10 minutes left till they perform. Abby says the theme is cry. Who's crying now? It's the kids sitting in Pittsburgh, not getting any better, not performing and not dancing. I don't think they cried. I don't think they cried. And we were performing and we were dancing. Yeah. And they weren't vomiting from stress. It was a great day. Yep. So then how how about the girls are doing their little hand thing? Like saying the new age ALDC or whatever, like how we always do our little handshake things. They made one up themselves. You know, Abby told them to do that. Oh, yeah. I'm surprised they didn't do one, two, three. We are Abby Lee. Uh, Four, five, six. You should see her kicks. Yeah. So Yvette Studio, um, they perform their routine. It's called Criminal of Love. It's a jazz number. 
And then Abby's new team performs theirs. It's called Cry. It's a lyrical dance. What what did you think of both of the dances? I mean, they were fine. I thought Cry was... The thing about Cry, to me, one of the things that I liked about our girls is like, they felt like a group when they danced. This didn't feel cohesive to me. Yeah, I, I felt like someone was off. Yeah, like, it didn't I mean, feel like, like that was one thing that our girls were really good at because they knew each other so well is you can almost feel the person next to you's movements. Yeah. Um, and I will use, and they could have easily done this in the trio. I don't know, but I'm going to use when Chloe and Maddie had a duet they knew each other so well that if they were on a stage, like say for instance, they had a side aerial and the stage was too small. They could turn to the back and change it to a grand jeté. They'd be like grand jeté instead of aerial. Like they knew each other's. So Body well. yeah. 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 And so as a group, when they dance, I think that was apparent on the show because, and it's so funny because Abby's always like, you're not good. You're not good. When they danced, they were all like seamless. They all looked the same. Nobody like drew my eye in a bad way when our girls danced. This felt like, um, it just felt disjointed, and it should. They they the first time they were on stage they together. together. Yeah, I am pissed I that they had pretty custom made costumes though that looked a lot like Chloe's dream on a star. Yeah, mm-hmm. and we those would have been nice to have. Yeah, I. Who knows? So Abby has her interview and she says, you know, the girls weren't perfect, but they were beautiful. Uh, Was it enough to beat Yvette's competition team? And she says they better hope so. So then we go to awards and Allie got second place for her solo. And Abby says that Allie deserved to win on technique alone. And Abby's livid that Abby, Allie didn't win. Second place. The judges. You only, you only do that for Chloe. I said, why don't you go to the judges and bitch? Yeah. Um, then we have the junior elite solo. Second place was Hadley. And Yvette's, she's happy with that. She's she's like, we'll take that. And then first place was Sophia. And Abby says, you know, Hadley wasn't exactly roadkill. She was just the road. And Sophia drove right over her. Yeah. Again, rude. Uh, who talks about children uh so then we have the small group awards and second place was abby's new girls and first place was yvette's team criminal love and abby says you know she was motivated and doesn't think mortified mortified she was mortified and thinks that yvette's team didn't deserve to win Hmm. and yvette says you know she's on cloud nine and so is her team on what they accomplished. So then we're backstage and those two are like making me want to puke. They're hugging and they congratulate each other. And Yvette says, you know, I think we make a great team. Abby's like, you scare me. No way. What was she saying to you? I, I don't understand why they would be a team. Like, what does she mean by it? they make a great know. team? Maybe just being on the show together. But so Abby looks at Hadley and says, I figured out what our bond is. And we're both daughters of dance teachers. Okay. (laughs) 
Abby gives Hadley a hug. And Abby says, if you're not in it to win it, you're in the way. And, you know, Yvette laughs and says, Abby says to Hadley, see, I know your sayings now so we can do them together. Like, meaning Hadley and Brooke have something in common. Um, so then we go back to us at the mall and the huge crowd is huge, <laughs> huge. Um, I, I was shocked at how many people came to that. Yeah. Um, and I thought it was cute how the girls all got on the microphone and said, you know, thank you for coming. And they do their dance and, you know, it wasn't the best dance, but nope. It was cute. They choreographed it themselves. I mean, it all worked together really good doing it. Someone said something really shitty once. Shocking. But they said something really shitty. They're like, everybody complains that Maddie is front and center when Abby choreographs, but she was front and center in a dance the girls choreographed. I want to point out that I thought it was funny to see them choreograph something and still fall into Abby's like rules and you know, I watched it. I was gonna comment at one point that the dance page was front and center. Oh, was she? I didn't I didn't catch it. So maybe they all had a chance to be front and center. Yeah. I I, that on I was like, holy shit, Paige is front and center. I mean it was just for a split second, but she was. Yeah. So yeah. I mean look, I think <laughs> I think everybody has a strength. You know what I mean? Yeah. I, I do. Well whatever. Yeah. So the girls are done dancing and, you know, we're all asking, like Holly says, you know, was it different rehearsing and performing without Abby? Um, and you're like, did anyone scream at you? And the girls are all like, no, thank goodness. I know. And in your interview, you say you're proud of the girls and you think that their performance was great. And most importantly, they did it without Abby. Mm-hmm. And Holly says. I have the- Miss Piggy hair. You do? I look like Miss Piggy in my interviews this week. <laughs> my curly hair is like Miss Piggy blonde ringlets. I look um, like Miss Piggy. But Holly says that, you know, this performance might not have been their best, but, you know, they did their best and that they should be proud of themselves. Yeah. And then Holly says, you know, it was a great day, but it revealed that the girls need a dance teacher. I'm thinking they told Holly to say that. Uh. Yeah, for a reason for us to be going back or whatever. Um, their performance wasn't up to standards that they were used to, and the moms have a lot to think about. Yeah, I don't think we said that. <laughs> no, I don't either. So now we're back at the dance competition again, and Gloria brings up, points out that you know Allie got second in her solo and in the group, and Gloria wonders if this will impact Abby's you know, thing on the whole group. So Shelly stands up and is like, which I was proud of her. She actually spoke up because she was always like a little mouse. Like she's mm-hmm. like zip it in front of the kids. And then Abby comes in and she starts to yell at the new kids for getting second place. And second is not good enough. Um, the ALDC, we expect, you know, first place. You know, and she doesn't want Yvette to to beat us or whatever. She she was pissed that Yvette. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, but so then Shelly says to Allie, you know, say goodbye to everybody. Uh, we're going to leave. 
And, you know, Abby's like, why are you leaving? And she's like, she just needs space. And Marsha says, Shelly cracked. We saw who the real Shelly was and out the door she went. See you later, Shelly. I'm thinking that Shelly only agreed to come on the show for two weeks. And I'm I'm thinking that Shelly just really didn't want her daughter to sit there and be told that you got second place and you suck. Right. You know, because that's what was going to happen. So she was smart enough to say, okay, it's time for us to leave before this conversation gets blamed on Allie. Because that's where they were going with it. Yeah, yeah. Oh, God, yes. So, um, so Abby says, you know, part of me is happy um, that you pulled it together and everything. But part of me is livid because it was Yvette and her kids. She's She was disappointed in the group. But thank God for you, Sophia. Thank you. Uh, Abby says that the team is just as disappointing as the old one. I have some tough decisions to make and not everybody is going to be happy. And the girls just look sad and, you know, Abby's walking out. There's one common factor between the old team and the new team, and that's Abby. Yeah. And maybe this goes to show that you can have the quote unquote most amazing dancers on planet Earth, whatever, blah. But that's going to make you have a good team. Yeah. Yep. Mm -mm. All right. How many drinks did you need to get through this? did one or two just because yeah and I'm only saying that because I think they made me look like an asshole that I made four moms and kids sit in a standout for me when it wasn't for me because the world thinks that the entire world thinks that that it was because of me and it was not but oh I didn't need any drinks I thought this episode was so easy yeah I think but like you look like an ass yeah. I made it look like an ass and the troublemaker of the group. Well, I look like an ass every week. So, I mean, look, I don't think we're going to have very many zero drinks this season. So I'm going to go with zero for today for me. I'm doing one. All right. For ugliest outfits. Oh, God. All the fur. All the fur. All yeah. Every drop of fur. Every drop. Uh, yeah. What about misdemeanors or felonies? Did you have any? Uh, yeah, my felony was... After this, I, I'm coming back to the ALDC. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that is a felony. Um, I'm going to say my misdemeanor was when the toilet paper rolled through the parking lot. That was funny. Uh, what's your favorite quote of the episode? Um, Jill's when she says, "Oh my uh, God. It fits in like the Jill, the Jill and Kathy thing. Yeah. Little Louis Vuitton you got there and Jill's saying, it fits in my big one. I would say that's probably my, that that's my favorite iconic scene. I would say if I had to say a favorite line, I stand behind Jurassic Park because it really was like Jurassic Park. Yeah. And I also liked when Yvette said, um, Abby will get what's coming to her. You get what you give. Yeah. I say that all the time. Like karma's a bitch. What's your favorite dance? Of course the dance are children choreographed. <laughs> Of course, of course. I'm going to be anything else. All right. Well, I think that's it for us. We're going to head over to the after party. Pour yourself a cocktail and come join us on the Patreon. That's patreon.com slash back to the bar. Come over and hang out. Yay. We'll see you there. All right. Bye, guys. Thanks for listening to Back to the Bar. 
Don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you love to listen to your podcasts. And check out our YouTube channel, Back to the Bar, if you want to watch the episodes. The channel is linked in our show notes. And if you want to join our weekly after party, where we dish even more dirt, like naked pizza, hell, (laughs) (laughs) subscribe to our Patreon channel at patreon.com slash back to the bar. See you next time. See you next time. Baby, I just want to dance, dance, dance. Mom deserves better than a drugstore card. This Mother's Day, surprise her with a truly special personalized card from Moonpig. Add your favorite photos, a heartfelt message, and we'll even mail it for you the same day, all for just $5. From mom to grandma, we have something to celebrate every mom in your life. Every mom deserves a Moonpig card. Get 50% off your first card at Moonpig.com. Moonpig.com Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.